Hey, so this is an interview I did with my cousin Jackie. She is Joey's sister, Virginia and Joe's daughter, all all three of which I've previously interviewed. This was such a fun talk. She talked a lot about her career, um, her life as a mother, her identity, um, and we really just dug into some of that stuff. And I, it was there's a lot of really awesome stuff that can be pulled from this conversation, a lot of life lessons that we touched on. Um, Jackie's just one of those people that I've always kind of felt like is kind of doing everything right. And you'll find out from the talk that, you know, that she hasn't always felt that way. So it's always cool to hear somebody's perspective on themselves when you think that they're totally the shit. And she is, but you'll see what I mean when you listen to it. I, I've always looked up to Jackie a lot, and this was a really great talk. So enjoy. Um, so first of all, thank you for You're doing welcome. this. Oh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, it's been a, f- a good couple of months since I've done one, so uh, they're, they're, they're weird. They're weird to do. Okay. Um, I bet. But I'll just get right into it. The one question I ask everybody, it's not the same question, but it's the same format of question. Who is Jackie Hutnick? Well, Jackie Hutnick doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> Elaborate. Um, yeah. Well, I've been married now, but it'll be 10 oh, yeah, years. Jackie Butler. Yeah. Who's Jackie Butler? Yeah. Right, um, yeah. Well, I can't. It's hard for me. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, when I talk to myself, I still say Jackie Hutnick, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, most days, I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. And like that's how I see myself as a mom. Mm-hmm. I have four boys, um, and two of them are special needs, so that's most of my energy, most of my diversion, most of my hobbies and Mm -hmm. friends are all associated around my kids. Um, But deeper than that, I'm also a business owner, so I have a business with about 160 um, team members now. So Wow. Yeah, isn't it crazy? That's really cool. Yeah, and it's an international business. Like, I literally, a third of my team is in Canada. Yeah. So that is a big piece of who I am. That's really cool. That is something I definitely want to talk to you about um, because your, your business is online. Yes. And you sell makeup, makeup and skincare. Makeup and skincare. That's really cool. Um, and you seem to really enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. I love it because it really lets me be me. Yeah. And I'm not a mom or a wife right. when I'm doing that. Well, may, I mean, I don't, I don't, I may be speaking out of turn because obviously I'm not a woman, don't wear makeup. <laughs> but makeup is about expression yes you know because there's infinite ways that you can do your makeup right and you know it's it you know it's a thing that can give women a lot of confidence and you know exactly i, I guess i can let you yeah talk like about that I, that's okay yeah i find that you know because especially as a mom like and a, mm-hmm. and a wife i find that me like jackie butler gets pushed aside like, there's time for me to be me after the kids are taken care of, after mm-hmm. my husband is taken care of, after the house is taken care of, after the bills are paid, after the yeah. appointments are made. All of that and the leftover time is what I get from me. Yeah, right. So having this business, as great as it is financially for our family, because yeah. I get to stay home and work, yeah. but it also is an outlet for me. Yeah. And if I, quote, have to go to work, then I have to put my best face on. Mm-hmm. I have to make myself feel good about me. Right. And I find, and I say this to my clients and my team all the time, 
If you take 10 minutes for yourself to devote to yourself, to remind yourself that in that 10 minutes you're worth it, you're going to feel better about yourself. Yeah. You're going to look better. You're going to think you look better. And you're going to be kinder throughout the day. Yeah. Right? right. Like something as simple as if I feel cruddy about myself and I have no makeup on and I look like I haven't slept, you know, I'm not going to be as friendly to the cashier yeah. at the grocery store. Yeah. It's hard. It's harder to be kind to other people when you don't know how to be kind to yourself. Exactly. Right? It's, a, it's, it's a self-care is a practice for sure. It absolutely yeah. is. So taking that couple of minutes, and that's what I love about my business, mm-hmm. because I get to work with other moms and say like, listen, yes, obviously your kids are going to be most important or your husband is, you know, most right. important, but... None of them. Like, you can't fill other people's cup if your cup's empty. Exactly. Yeah, this is a big conversation I've been having with people lately is that there's a lot of people out there. To be a giver and a generous person is an absolute necessity in the human experience. Yes. Giving is, it, it, that's what there is. Right. About helping other people and doing things for other people and, you know, that's that that's the most pure form of satisfaction is how that other person feels. However... You gotta look out for number one. Right. You gotta look out for yourself too, because the the rule I heard a rule recently, I don't remember exactly who said it. It was like, and this might not this ratio might not work for you right. given the, the structure of your family, but it's like fifty percent of your energy toward other people, fifty percent toward yourself. Okay. And if you can move that around and it works for you and it's yeah. functional and you're happy and, and still able to work it out, I imagine fifty percent might be pushing yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> in, in your case, maybe more like 70, 30, 80, yeah. 20, but whatever, whatever works. Right, you know? exactly. But the point is to make sure that you dedicate a, a you have a reserved amount for you. Yes. Because nobody else is gonna reserve that for you. Absolutely. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is nobody's going to look out for you. And yes. So 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 what so what you're saying is like your business kind of does multi it has multiple facets in that. Yeah. It allows you to do self-care while helping other women do the exact same thing. Exactly. And there's money exchanged within the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was like the, the perfect thing and like the way that I fell into it mm-hmm. was just How more- did you come into that? Actually, because it ha- seemed to come out of nowhere. With it me. did. It's like, hey, what are, oh, Jackie, oh, she's selling makeup. And yeah, because I was just like, boom, and then you're posting all this stuff about yeah. what you're doing. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. I was never like a makeup person. Like that yeah, was right, never right. me. Like I always like wore makeup, but it was never like a big part of who I was. Right, it was right. like I'm getting ready. Give me ten yeah. minutes. But I was at a low point in my life, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine posted this mascara, and like, yep. oh my god, oh my god, like it's amazing. And I'm like, all right, fine. And it was kind of a big deal for me to treat myself mm-hmm. because it's like, all right, well, it's solely selfishly for me, right. And at the time, I was on a leave of absence from my job because mm-hmm. I had just had Matthew, my third. Yep. So I was like, all right. And I got it. And, I'm and like, just to put it on record for anybody who doesn't know, you have four boys. Four boys, Did yes. You, you might have said that. You yeah, have I have kids. four boys. Have my four oldest kids, yeah. is nine. Steven's nine. Jonathan just turned eight. Matthew is four. And Nicholas is two. So they keep me very busy. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> very busy. Um, so I had just had Matthew. Mm-hmm. And I was home on leave of absence, so I wasn't getting paid. And I was like, all right. So I treated myself. And I'll never forget, I went to the park with this new mascara. And I'm like, I feel fancy as hell. Like, I felt so good about myself. And I'm like, all right, how do I, you know, I'm always going to want this. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, with network marketing, you, you buy the product. You buy, like, the business. Right. And you get product to right. showcase, you know. Right. So I'm like, all right, well. But the key is you have to sell that product. Of course. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. and it's, So ultimately, you are a salesperson. Correct. But the key, see, the key, I, I think, the key, obviously, the key to 
being an effective salesperson is believing in what you're selling. Exactly. Like, I don't look at it that I'm selling it. Or being really good at lying. Well, yeah, but no. I don't get that impression from you. No, no. But my thing is, is I want people to feel good about themselves. Yeah. You know? And so if I'm, I'm not saying like, you need to buy this, you need to buy this. It's like, this is how I feel. Like, if you want to feel this about yourself or if you want to have this this confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. it's, you know. The way that our business works is it's like a risk-free kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You're worth it. Yeah. And like I started having those moments and then, like I said, at that point I was really, really going through a deep depression. Mm-hmm. Like postpartum had kicked my ass. Like things weren't going well at home. Yeah. Like Steve and I were fighting a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was this big negative cycle. And then I started doing this and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like I'm me. And like I started making all these friends who knew me for me. They didn't know me because our kids were in the same class. I imagine it's pretty easy to lose yourself in yeah. the mix of all, you know. Oh, God, yeah. In anything, really, especially family, because it, you can't walk away from that ever. Yes, exactly. You can't. Not that you would ever really, want truly, to. deep down want to. Right. right? Maybe there's moments here and well, yeah. there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's that that's not going away. Exactly. So, I'm at, and a lot, you know, that's I think that's a thing a lot of people struggle with is the um, the concept of who they are. Absolutely. You know, I know a lot of people who don't know who they are, and it's very plain to me because I know how to see it. Yes. I can tell that their identity is attached to other people or situations or stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. And that catches up with you. Sure does. Because I know personally, like, you know, we had our children, but we, Steve and I got together. We bought a house like nine months later. It was, I was pregnant like two weeks after that. You guys wasted no time. No. Like, so (laughs) it was, we didn't have a lot of time as a couple and then we didn't have any time as newlyweds and then we didn't have a lot of time as new parents. And I was like pregnant with Jonathan when Mm -hmm. Steven was six months old. Yeah. So it was, everything was so close together and I got caught up and I loved it. It was wonderful and I enjoyed being a mom and I loved being a wife. But then all of a sudden it was like three years later. Yeah, and I'm like, right. oh wait a minute, I haven't hung out with my friends. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. oh my gosh, like I have no idea how that person's doing. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, I haven't gone and gotten my hair done. I, oh my god, like I don't even know that what songs this band plays anymore. Yeah, and like all of a sudden it like hit me, like what the hell happened? That'll bum, that'll bum me out. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and so I realized that yeah. I need to invest in myself. Like as important as it is when I research, like Matthew with has autism. So as I'm researching as much about his autism and what can I do and different treatments and different lifestyle changes, mm-hmm. I also need to be investing that time in myself mm-hmm. to, so I don't, cause I do am prone to depression. Mm-hmm. Like how do I keep that at bay? Yeah. You know, yeah. or when I feel it creeping up, I know now that I need to say mm-hmm. I'm feeling this way. I need some space, you know, and I say to Steve, like, I need to go, like, uh, give me an hour. Mm -hmm. Because even if I go somewhere for an hour and just sit with myself. And know that. It's okay. That somebody else has everything handled. Yeah. And And you don't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think what it really comes down to, and and correct me if you, if you have anything to, or, you know, jump in, if you have anything to add to this, but, um, we have basic needs. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and outline specifically what those yeah. are, but we have all these basic needs as a human being. And sometimes people get lucky and find them all in one other person. But that's kind of rare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, you can be so magically fairy tale in love with your partner, but there's things that they can't get. Like, you know, that yeah. feeling you have when you're out with your friends. They can't give you that. Exactly. And that's okay. Right. You know what I mean? But you have to realize that for yourself and say, like, okay, I'm feeling this kind of way about my life. Why is that? Is it the, what, what am I not getting? Yes. And you have to 
make sure you get that stuff. It's true. And that's, yeah. and I found that for a long time is because I thought that that's what it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm married now. Yeah, like, right. I shouldn't need anything else. Like, yeah. I don't need any friends. Like, yeah. oh, well, these relationships with family members shouldn't be as important. Mm-hmm. But then you realize that exactly, like, Steve's not silly. Like, my husband is not a silly person. Yeah, yeah. I love, like, Saturday Night Live, like, <laughs> that kind of comedy. I yeah. love it. I want to yeah. laugh until I cry. And, like, I think, like, stupid things are hilarious and corny jokes. And he and gets annoyed. the family that you came out of. Feels that it's, same way. It's exactly like of that. Of course. And if your new family, if you don't make sure it's that, you know, if the if your counterpart is not exactly, like that, you're gonna have to. Right. So I need to find that. Yeah. Like, because exactly, for a while, yeah. like I would get mad at him. Yeah. And like I would be frustrated with him that he wasn't like laughing at my corny jokes. Yeah. And then I realized, well, that's not his job. Not like his he job, is yeah. who he is. Right. Just like I am who and I am. Supposed to be right. Exactly. Yeah. And so little things like that, and I'm like, oh, well, that's okay. Like well, either that's, that's where a lot of people get tripped up, especially in their relationships, because yeah. they'll. What happens is people get they meet somebody, mm-hmm. and then immediately the fantasy starts to form. Right. And where people get tripped up is that the more you get to know that person, oh, that thing I was hoping was true is not and that isn't mm-hmm. either and that isn't either and that isn't either and then you get mad at them right for not being the person you thought they were going to be absolutely which is so ass backwards yeah it's crazy it's like do you love if do you love the person for who they are right now and if the answer is no then i don't think that love's the right word then exactly <laughs> like you're, you're right i read this right thing way. recently yeah. and it said the biggest problem with relationships is expectations oh oh and yeah. it was like it was so funny because it was so simple mm-hmm. and it just like hit me and i'm like well yeah yeah. Like all these things, like, you know, because we, we go back I mean, and forth. Actually, I mean, even that's even a, a kind of a metaphor for life in general. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it's to be kind of just kind of the, the key is just kind of have your wits about you, pay attention, accept, know things for what they are, hope for the best. Right. Always, obviously. Of course. You know, but the expectations will get you, man, even because I have relationships with friends. Yeah. That I, my expectations would get the better of me sometimes. I have friends who were chronically late. Okay. And I'm at the point now where I just plan for them being late. Exactly. And if they show up on time, great. Bonus. Yeah, exactly. So I don't get mad at them anymore because it's who they are. And right. who am I to say, hey, man, you know what? You don't think my time is valuable? Which is, I guess, a valid point. But right. if they just don't operate that way, who am I to say how they're supposed right. to work? Why are they know? supposed to change for you? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Aside from the fact that they were probably raised in such a way that enabled that kind of thing, but... Oh, that's a whole other again, 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 not my problem. Has right. nothing to do with me. But it makes such a huge difference yeah. because now instead of your afternoon or day being ruined, thinking they don't respect me or how could they do this to me, it's not. It doesn't talk about you. It talks right. about them. Right. And like when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yes. Like I love that. Like yeah, if exactly. someone shows you who they are and they continually do the same thing, that's the person that they are. Well, I say I say this all the time, and it's it's kind of a funny when you first hear it. It sounds. It's kind of, I don't know, it's hard for me to even wrap my head around it quite when I say it, but it's like, people don't act outside of their own character. Right. As long as you know how to see what they're doing for what they're actually yes. doing, people don't act outside of their own character. It's true. Unless they're literally, like, acting. You know right, I mean? right, but, yes, exactly. But in general, people, yeah. the way that they operate is who they are. Exactly, yes. because what else could they possibly do? And right. once you start to break the phrase down, it starts to become silly and obvious. Right. But when people are like, oh, well, you know, I don't normally do... No, you do normally do that. Or but like, you have you know, it in you. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly, that's the yeah. other thing. Like, you have it in you to do those things. Like, I know personally, like, I have things that are, like, 
at the like skirting the outside of my character. Yeah. But things that I would do. But then there are things that no matter how drunk or high I ever was, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go past that line. Yes. You know, yeah. I would like I said, sort of skirt around the outside, and it might be outside of somebody else's bubble. Mm-hmm. But like this was my realm. Right. right. But there's still some things that like no matter what, yeah, you would never yeah. do that. Right. You know, and you see that throughout people's day, like somebody who. You know, somebody who's normally not kind, they're not going to hold the door open for somebody. Right. They're not going right. to let somebody ahead of them when they have a green light. Like, yeah. little things like that, Yeah. I feel like, show you who that person would be in a bigger issue. Yeah, yeah. So to, so, so to go back to your, uh, your career, mm-hmm. um, I imagine, given that this, the, the, the train of thought that we just went down, yeah. basically, <laughs> I imagine you get to know some of these women pretty well. Oh yeah, because you're because they probably come to you in the vulnerable state that you were in when you entered into the business. Absolutely. And so that must be pretty rewarding to kind of help build them up and. It is. You know, I mean, I imagine you're a bit of a mentor of sorts for yeah. women. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is cool. It's wonderful. I mean, I've had people who are you know single moms mm-hmm. who are struggling and don't know how they're going to pay their bills. Yeah. Like people who husbands just lost their job and now they're like, we don't we don't know what to do and yeah. I can't start a new career because he's hoping to get something else. You know, so they need that filler. Right. And it gives them this opportunity to do that. Yeah. Which it, it's wonderful. And I mean, I've seen people in the way our company, they, we get trips and we have, a, you know, have won cruises and like there's a lot. There's money and things to be made. There's, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of potential yeah. in that kind of thing. But there's a lot of work to put uh, With but, anything. But if you have a computer and internet connection. I don't even use my computer. I use my phone 99% well, exactly, yeah. of the you, time. Yeah, it's you crazy. Have something that. And, and and it's and the, the, the you know the key is because I've I've been in close proximity to to this kind of thing yeah you know it's it's all about the putting yourself out there saying exactly. like listen I was vulnerable right and this helped me yeah you know I mean or I know what you're feeling and I can help you the way I helped myself exactly message me if you're interested in what right. I'm saying you know what I mean like that kind of thing and. But it's a lot of work. It is a lot know? of work. And but it's, like, not, it's not for everybody. No. You know? It's not. But I find, like, all right, especially as in my situation as a mom, mm-hmm. like, all right, do I want to? I used to work for AT&T for 14 years. Yeah. That was, I mean, for me, when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, it's my cousin Jackie. She works for AT&T. And right. it was like, that was like the exactly. association in my right. mind. So I started doing this. And I was like, that's really, that's cool. Yeah, totally <laughs> different. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I had done that for so long, but then yeah. my kids were born, and I was, mm-hmm. all right, I, I was then working 40 minutes away. And you're doing well at that job. I was doing very yeah. well at that yeah. job. I was making a lot of money at yeah. that job, especially yeah. for a three-time college dropout. <laughs> wow, triple, wow. Yeah, triple oh yeah, three dropout. times, wow. three times, That's yes. <laughs> but I mean, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was making really, really good money, Yeah. but it, you know, money's not life. No, it's not. And like, I was working, it I would drop. stuck. It, that's what was happening for yeah. a while. I would drop the kids off at school. Go home, pack up, drop the baby off at a sitter, mm-hmm. not see them until they were asleep in bed. Like, that was all week long. Steve was miserable because he'd have a long commute, take yep. the kids up at a sitter, have to do homework, bath, and dinner all by himself, yep. which he wasn't used to. And it was like... But, but honey, but I'm making all this money, so just deal with it, please. Yeah, right. And, that's, yeah. and we were going back and forth because no matter... I don't know. I personally feel like no matter how much money we have, we always need a little bit more. That's how it is. Like, that's mentally, like, it's never enough. Because as soon as you start making more money, you start spending more. Spending it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Find a way. So we were like, this isn't the life we want. Like, this is, I'm miserable. You're miserable. We have all these random people with our kids. Like, we were very lucky that we didn't have to put them in daycare. Yeah. 
But, you know, my mom would have them one day. My dad would have them another. Joey would have them one day. Mm -hmm. My sister-in-law would have them another. My mother-in-law. So it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. There was no consistency with the kids' lives. Everybody had their own rules. Mm -hmm. You know, even though we would say, like, this is what what we do with our kids. Yeah. Everybody kind of had their own rules. So it was tough. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, all right, there's a lot of money. Let's break it down and figure out what we want in life. Mm -hmm. Like, what do we want? What kind of life do we want to live? And... I'll never forget, like, I when I decided to quit, I was terrified. Because that's, to walk away from a job like that with incredible benefits. You don't got to tell me. Paid vacation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. it's scary. It's scary. And then I'm like, all right, well, what if, you know, Steve's in construction. Where he's very, very lucky and, like, he's. There's always work. There's Yeah. yeah but. A lot of times, it's up and down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or but I mean, like, in the long term, oh, yes. always going to be something of course. around the corner. Of course. Yeah. But sometimes it's scary. Yeah. Like, he got laid off when Matthew, or when Jonathan was three weeks old. He got laid off. And he only got laid off one time, but it was like... That'll give you some anxiety. Uh, you kidding me? You know? So it was really scary. And I mean, it only lasted a couple, maybe maybe 10 days before. Yeah, right, right. But that 10 days was freaking rough. Yeah. So that was going through the back of my mind, but it was like... I, Money's not what I want my life to be about. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want my life to be about freedom. Mm-hmm. I want to raise my kids how I want to raise but my kids. But also, the idea of freedom for a lot of people can be horrifying. Yeah. Because that, cause you know what that mean, you know what freedom means? Responsibility for yourself. Yes. Yeah. And that that's a big struggle. And that's why yeah. I love network marketing. Because I literally can work like while I'm waiting to pick up my kid in school. Yeah. Like yeah. that's when I find my pockets of time. Or when I was nursing... Like, I'm sitting on the couch nursing the baby anyway. I can work right now. Yeah. Like, those were the moments that I can work because it was hard to be like, oh, well, I don't know. Let's go to the library today. Oh, we're going to go to the park. Let's go to the science center. Like, no schedule because right. I had all this freedom. As long as you can piece it together. Yeah, know, it's, exactly. It's about the total amount of times more right. than, you know. And then, you know, I think that's a really interesting thing because, you know, um, the, I work for um, a girl right now who does Herbalife. Oh, Okay. Jessica did um, Beachbody for a while. Yeah, and you, so I'm, I, for, I, you know, I yeah, see it seen, from a lot of different yeah. distances away. This kind of thing, and there's there's money being made, and you know, the, I, this, the internet's a game changer for real. It really is, and it's crazy to me that like, because right now I have like multiple kind of part time jobs. Like, right, I'll put, I quit my job at the end of last year. Oh, you did completely. Okay, yeah, I quit. I was like, I can't do it anymore. But Good for you. we could talk about that another time. Um, but you know, we're in a day and age now where, like, anything goes. Yes. You're not going to go to a place and stay there for 35, 40 years and retire anymore. No. Because nobody wants to invest that kind of money in you. Exactly. You they know? would much rather give someone a quick severance and get you out before... And a new person and exactly. pay them less and it'll cost less money. 100%. And you know what? I get it. Yeah. I get it. From a business standpoint... The world's a different place now. 100%. But what that means is, again, freedom. Right. Freedom to do whatever you want. Yes. Th- and with the internet, this is what I keep telling everybody that's like, I don't know what I want to do, this and that. Yeah. Figure out what you like. Right. Figure out your strengths and just lean into them because and, and just figure out how to take you yeah. and package it. Yes. And with the internet, there's enough people out there that will want to buy that package yeah. and you can live off it. Exactly. Because just in this country alone, there's 350 million people. And if you find 10,000 people yeah. that'll pay you a dollar a month. That's crazy. Exactly. Then you're set. Right. You know what I mean? You're set nice. Set nice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And that's just a small fraction of, a tiny fraction of the people right. in the country. And that's 
pennies to them. Basically, yes, you know, I mean, exactly. You know, but yeah, it, it's no so true. Intended, but yeah, it's like yeah. It, so I keep telling people like, figure out what you are. Yes. You know, and and there's people out there that want to buy it. Right. Figure, whatever. Whatever it is. It is. And that and the, uh, there's no there's no pre carved out career paths anymore. No. You can't like because and that's a new thing and our and our brains aren't quite ready for that. In yet, society, I, I don't think is ready for They're it. There's a small because... pocket of people who are, but you don't have the support that you used to. No. Because no. people don't get it, and it's new, and it's scary, and it's taboo, and people think that it's because you don't have a work ethic. Well, just because I don't want to work your ethic right, exactly. doesn't mean I don't have a work well, ethic. And the thing is, too, it's like, you know, there was, uh, what was it, a quote I heard recently that was something like, um, if you're if you're not putting your time and energy towards your dreams, then you're most likely putting your time and energy towards someone else's dreams. Exactly. So what are you doing? Yes. Well, I always laugh because people will, a lot of times, come against network marketing, call it a pyramid scheme. Which ha- it has a pyramid structure, but you think so does anything else? When yeah. I worked at AT and T, there was a CEO at the top exactly. making thirty million dollars yeah. a year with his private plane, and then there was some vice presidents, and then yeah. you know what I mean, and then yeah. it trickled down and to the us. The term scheme just means a, a idea, anyway. I, right, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's it's a it has an ideology behind it, and it's pyramid structured, just like anything else. Right. And honestly, if you really break down a lot of these network uh, marketing companies yeah. or multi level marketing, or however right. you want to word it. It seems like the distribution of the money almost makes more sense than in a typical management style right. hierarchy. Absolutely. Because it's like there are these crazy jumps, you know, and it's and 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 whatever level you're in, you have way more control than you would otherwise. Right. Because if you're like, well, you know what? I have a goal that I'm going to tr- try to bring on, you know, 50 more clients in the next 6 months. Yeah. You have way more control over how you do that, you know, than you would if you worked for you know, whoever. Right. You know exactly. I mean? Yeah, and you get to do it your way and be creative and then you have that that confidence in yourself because yeah. you're able to do it however you want. Mm-hmm. Like you have that freedom but you also You can be creative. Exactly. Which in is your super way. important. Yeah. yeah. And put yourself out there and be who you and are. And that's what being creative is. Right. It's taking stuff that's in here and then bringing it out here and yes. saying, Hey, look. Right. And people go, Oh, you did that's you. Right. Can, here's you, but that's you too. That's really cool. Exactly. Can you show me how to do that? It's so true. Yeah, and it makes really such neat. a huge, huge difference. I saw this stat and I thought it was amazing. And I, and I forget the exact number, but it was close to 80% of women who make over $100,000 a year mm-hmm. are in network marketing. You know, I wonder, that's, an, that's, in, that's interesting because obviously there are men who are also successful at it. But there must be something about the kind of personality that's successful with the network marketing that women are just more kind of tuned into. And I know I'm kind of hitting a slippery slope here for yeah. a second because of the culturally where we're at right now with yeah. the whole gender, blah, blah, right. blah, whatever. But do you, you know about the Google memo? That whole thing that happened? No. I this guy James, the, the, Google had like this, uh, these internal mark, uh, internal meetings okay. about um, diversity okay. in the workplace. And Google's the kind of company where they're under the microscope constantly yeah. as far as who they're hiring, what they're doing, just everything. Right. And they were really trying to push uh, equality in the workplace. And this one guy who seems like he might be on the spectrum a little bit. Okay. So some of the, maybe I shouldn't say that, kind of he didn't. Yeah, he doesn't have really that filter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he wrote this memo that ended up getting passed around within the company just basically laying out the idea that, shocker, men and women are different. Right. That's okay. Yeah. 
maybe instead of trying to homogenize the workplace, maybe we can set it up in such a way that the things that women are inherently good at yeah. are nurtured and the things that men are inherently good at are nurtured instead of trying to force men and women down to the, be same the same channel. people, right. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Right. And he got fired <gasps> and torn apart and he been vilified for the whole thing because oh my gosh. some of his wording could have been better yeah. because he used words like neurotic. Okay. That, like women are more likely to be neurotic, okay. <laughs> but if that word has a negative association, but in, it's actually a, psycholo- a psychology right. term. Exactly. And he was just trying to be technical about the whole thing. Okay. Problem is most people are, think emotionally first yes. instead of, te- you know, of course, scientifically. scientifically yes. Yeah. And, wow. uh, yeah. So he got, you know, that's horrible. It is horrible. But you know, um, my point really is that, um, I think it's, I don't know, me- that's the whole point. Men and women are different. You yeah. Know? And, and like, I mean, I don't know. I I think that, and I don't want to go back and they make like different but equal, but that's kind of where we need to be yeah. because we're not the same people. Yeah. And I think that that's part of why network marketing is so popular for women. Is well, because it's an equality of opportunity situation. And that's absolutely. The thing. People get caught up in the equality of outcome, which is not fair. No. Equality of opportunity is what's fair. Exactly. You're allowed to put in as much work as you want yes. because you could, you could bring in a woman or a man. Yeah. And they can look at what you're doing and say, well, shit, I want that. Right. You know? And they have every right to back out from being, you know, underneath your... Yeah. Your, wherever you're... And then do their own thing. Or Absolutely. whatever. Or do it within that. And right. And just be just... Whatever. They can do whatever they want. And they have right. that freedom to do that. Exactly. Yeah, but that freedom horrifies a lot of people. It because does. Because they don't know themselves well enough to... Exactly. Because you have to form really good habits... Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you have to be really on top of yourself yeah. because I imagine... There are days psh, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. You know, and I've been doing this for three and a half years and I'm still like, I need to get myself more organized. I, yeah. need, I need to get myself more organized because, you know, the beauty and the beast of it is that you're. it's up to you. Whatever work you want to do and whatever work you want to put into it, but then it's, do you want to treat it as a business or do you want to treat it as a hobby? Yeah. And there are some days where I don't. I want to treat it like a hobby, and there right, are some days right. where I'm like, I'm pushing yeah. this business. Yeah, but and you're a professional. Yeah, you're and not a hobbyist. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But you know, mentally, you know, if the kid is sick, or you know, I have 78 meetings that right. day. Well, you know what? Then I I do have the freedom. To yeah, take you a can break. shift things around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, I'll stay up, or you know, when someone wakes me up at two in the morning, yeah. I'll stay up for an hour or two in the morning and do it because yeah. that's the time that I can get to myself, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah because I would rather work at two in the morning. Then miss all the kids' plays and miss homework and miss dinner and miss bedtime. Yeah. So it's a matter of, you know, choose your hard. Yeah. You know, right. right. You know. Yeah, life is hard. You might as well make some decisions about how, exactly. what, in what ways it's hard. Right. It's another thing I say to people all the time is like, shit's going to happen in your life. Yeah. As much as you try to make things consistent and the same in routine, it's stuff's going to pop up. Right. Change is going to happen. You might as well. Be ready for some, it. Yeah, and the way to do that is to cause some changes on purpose. Yes. That you're in control yeah, of. Yeah, to shift that so, avalanche yeah. the way you want it to right. go. Right, so when stuff happens that's out of your control, you don't lose your damn mind. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and be prepared and also having the kind of personality. Yeah, that's Where, true. I mean, that I find makes a huge difference. Like, there are some people who something goes out of, you know, one hair is out of place and they don't know how to cope. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you kind of prepare yourself and almost train yourself to be able to roll with the punches, yeah. your life's going to be a whole lot well, easier. That, well, so, all right, so that's that's a good way to segue into kind of your, um, your upbringing and your childhood and stuff because you definitely, I've interviewed your brother and your parents yep. at this point now and um, 
it's interesting to see how like your parents cultivated a very certain um like uh, environment yeah. that you guys came up in and it definitely created you know you and Joey are the kind of people who can handle shit yeah you know and like you feel your emotions like you're supposed to right but like you don't like totally you know lose your shit no you know what I mean like you guys handle things well yes you can talk about things exactly you know what I mean and I think that's really cool because a lot of people don't know how to talk about stuff no you know or they don't know it's okay to talk about stuff well, yeah, I think that's it. They that's don't know a big it's thing. Okay. A lot of people, and, and that's the you know the key to talking about stuff is for you to hear other people say, "Oh yeah, I went through that," or like, right. "Oh yeah, I feel that too," and you're like, "Oh yeah." And how many times have you like said something just out like you think something's just spinning around in yeah. your brain? And as soon as you say it out loud, you're like, oh, "You I feel so much instantly yeah. feel it exactly, yeah. exactly." Yeah, but right. I think the mentality of it though, because we were just talking, the four of us went out to dinner the other day, mm-hmm. and we were talking about um, we went on vacation. And, you know, when we were young, we didn't, my parents always worked really, really hard. They didn't want us to be in daycare, so they worked opposite shifts. Like, they shared a car. So they didn't know that. Yeah, like, my wow. dad would work. He was in construction, or, you know, still in construction. Right, right. You know, he would work from five, you know, leave at five in the morning, mm-hmm. come home at three. Mm-hmm. He would hand my mom the car keys. She would hand him the babies, you know, <laughs> and they would swap. So, like, they didn't see each other at all during the week yeah, because right. they, it was important to them to not have us in daycare and to yeah. spend as much time together, really you know, cool. with us as possible. Because otherwise, somebody else is raising your kid. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they didn't want that. Um, so we didn't have a lot of money and we would go camping. That was like our big vacation when we were little. And we were talking about it the other day. We had gone camping and we had like this gorgeous new like two room tent, like fancy as can be. And in the middle of the night, it was pouring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, pouring. Like it, easily two inches of rain Oof. in our tent. Wow. Right? And, and we get up and it's like sopping and everything soaked. And we all went and we had a station wagon mm-hmm. and we even had a puppy. Winston was like a puppy at oh the my time. Oh, God. Because so my dad had him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then actually when, when you were born or when your mom was pregnant with you. Because sure. he, was, he was rambunctious as hell. Mm-hmm. And I remember your mom being nervous about him being with you, with a, you know, being a baby. Mm-hmm. So we had Winston. And so my parents, while they were cleaning out the, co- the tent and trying to salvage all the stuff that we had... Joey and I and another family were all in the station wagon with the puppy. <laughs> and it was like hilarious. So we were dealing with this huge thing that, you know, was our one vacation. It was a big deal. My parents spent a lot of hard earned money to do this. You know, even if it was, quote, just camping, that yeah. was our vacation, you yeah, know? Right, right. We got together with other families and it was a big, big thing. And some people would look at it and it was ruined. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, it was ruined. It was Swearing, ruined. Exactly. Angry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we had this adventure of all of us trying to sleep on top of the suitcases yeah. in a station wagon. My parents are clearing everything out. And that's just how you look at it. Yeah. And the next day, you know, the families all got together and pulled money and rented, like, a big um, trailer. Because normally we always slept in tents. Yeah. And there was, like, four families in this one-bedroom camper. That's awesome. And it was, and exactly. Yeah. We looked at it as awesome. Yeah. Not like, oh my God, our vacation's oh, ruined. Rum in here. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's a yeah. mentality thing. Like, yeah, it was all so about Chris, perspective. But yeah, and it's about, you know, and, 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 you know, at that point, you know, if, if your, if your parents had gotten all upset, you guys probably would have fed off that energy. Of course. Like, oh, I don't want, I want to go home, blah, blah. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's really cool that your parents have managed to, because you know what? Your parents have dealt with dealt with just as much shit as anybody else oh yeah and this is a big thing i talked to them about the how they the the feeling of love and positivity that surrounds them as overall yes is unwavering yeah 
completely. Yes. You know, and um, and I definitely have noticed that you know that's something that you uh, th- what ha- last time I saw you I'll mm-hmm. I'll never forget what happened, oh. and it's and it's nothing to you. Okay. I guarantee you it's nothing okay. to you. You and I were having a conversation. Yeah. I think Matthew walked over. Okay. Said tugged on your shirt and said something that sounded like gibberish to me, and you're like, yeah, okay, and you're still talking to me. You get down on your hands and knees on the kitchen floor yeah. and start drawing the solar system <laughs> on the kitchen floor. <laughs> And I'm like, and you didn't, you just kept talking. Right. As if nothing, you know, as if you had took out a coloring book. Right. And were just entertaining the kid. And I tried to not, because we were talking about something that I think I, I kind of gave a shit about. So I was yeah. trying to just keep it going. Right, right. But part of my brain was like, why, why are you just writing it? But then I was like, wait a minute. Why? Like, clearly it's fine. Clearly right. Clearly this is not, it's not that serious. Right. You know? And 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 it turns out what he had said was like one of the moons of Jupiter or something. Yes. And I thought it was gibberish because I'm not familiar with the moons of Jupiter. Right, exactly. But you know. And then right. and then while you're talking to me, you you like point at the planets and he tells you what planet it is. And yes. how, how old is he? He just turned four. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. But it was like, you know, you, you definitely you have this total nurturing kind of like feeling about you that your kid was like mommy i want to do the planets on the kitchen floor and you're like yeah sure and right like, totally <laughs> whereas like to some people that idea would be so totally preposterous right like you want to what yeah like, just and, and then the thing too is as you're drawing the planets i look a little closer and i can see that you had clearly done this at least once before oh, yeah. and it didn't quite come off the floor all yes, the way. exactly <laughs> yeah i was like man that's awesome yeah you that's know awesome that like Cause screw it. You exactly. Know? That's just a kitchen floor. Yeah, you know? and I mean, I really can wash it off. You yeah. know, if I want to put yeah. the effort, if I want to spend my time to have a spotless floor. Yeah, I could. And I think that kind of, um, I don't want to call it easygoing, but the the ability to have that perspective is what's um, clearly you have you've had it throughout. Yes. You know what I mean? And you embrace that feeling because, like you said, you know, you had to step back and realize, think about what you want in your life, and. I'm sure at some point you had the thought because when me and Jessica decide because we're we're in a flux period right, right now, but we entered into it on purpose and our whole thing is like okay, are we gonna die? Yeah. No. I think it's gonna be hard. Yes, but life's always hard. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like let's let's do what we want to do. You know, if yeah. we, if you want to take a month off and just paint, let's give it a shot. See what happens. Exactly. Kid wants to draw on the floor. Whatever, right. not, exactly. not not a big deal, you know. Yeah, and that's really cool that like, and you all, you guys all kind of have that mentality, you know. What I oh mean? yeah, Your whole family, and well, um, it, it, I don't know, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. To it me. is, I and you know, it. it's funny that you say that about something that was meaningful to you, but like didn't you never. Know. That's that scenario is burned in my yeah. life. For, I can't tell you how many people I've told that that's story awesome. to. That's awesome. And it's a, and and the the moral of the story is, you know, you. I think you're a great mom. Thank you. I, re- I appreciate I re- it. I really, really do. I really do. And obviously, I'm have a bit, like kind of a distant outsider's perspective right. on it at this point. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. But like, I've known you my whole life. Right. Obviously. Exactly. And it's like there. I remember when you were not a mom. Right. You know. But I feel like, even though you and I don't talk a lot, I feel like I know you better just from seeing your kids. Yes. You know what I mean? Because the way you are is evident. Just like. Because now that I've like interviewed your parents, yes. and, like I can see where the lines all connect. Oh, I bet. You know what I yeah. mean? It's really neat. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts after you get after you listen to. Yeah, I'm excited. Too. But like I can remember being little, and I mean I was, 
we still lived in the condo. So, I mean, yeah. I had to be seven at the most. Mm-hmm. And we had, Nana had given, my great-grandmother had given mm-hmm. my mom this tea set. Mm-hmm. And it was glass. Yeah. And my mom let us use it. So we were like seven. Joey had to be four. <laughs> and it was like these little mini teacups and saucers and pitchers and sugar. And I'll never forget. And I mean, I could remember the entire dining room table being soaked. Yeah. And I could remember it was they were cle- like amber colored glass. So you can okay. like see through them. And I mean, at least a third of it was just crunchy sugar at the bottom. Because she <laughs> let us do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And I could still, to this day, 30 years later, like I remember that moment. And, like, thinking, oh, my God, my mom's the best. Like, she's not saying, don't break them, don't break them. She's not, you know, you're making a mess, don't spill. She was just letting us have fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, letting us be kids. And, like, those things. Crazy concept, it, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, so those moments are, like, the kinds of things that, like, I want to emulate. Yeah. Like, every year we have, like, this tradition. Joey will, like, expect, Joey's, like, it's really Joey my mom, but it's, like, hilarious. That when the first snow mm-hmm. comes, he grabs a freaking snowball and throws it at her in the house. And it's hilarious. hilarious. And uh-huh. we do it every year. And it makes a freaking mess. And yeah. it gets all over the place. And sometimes it hurts a little bit. Yeah. But that's what we do. And it's funny. And we do it every year. And we accept the mess yep. be- for the fun and for yeah. the love. Right. And like that's kind of what I want my kids to see. Yeah. Is that the mess is okay. Mm-hmm. If we're smiling and we're loving and we're yes. having fun. Right. Like right. we were painting the other day, me and the kids and Matthew, you know, he was finger painting and then he's painting himself. And when I went to go wash Nicholas's hands, who's two. So I figured mm-hmm. I'd start with him. Matthew put yellow handprints all over the walls. Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay. And Steven, my oldest, who's like very like the stereotypical oldest. Yeah. Like, right, right. uh oh, what's going to happen? Yep. Mommy's going to be mad. This is wrong. Like trying to fix everything. And I'm like, it's paint. Like, no one's bleeding. Yeah. You know, it's not hydrochloric acid. Yeah. It's waterproof. It's yeah. water, you know, it's um water resistant or yeah. waterproof paint or whatever. Right, right, right. You know, clean up paint. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, he's having fun. He, I want him to remember painting and the feeling of yeah. the paint and the, you, us mem- doing it you together. You want the memory to come out of this to be mommy yelling. Right. You want the memory to come out and be like, wow, that was a really fun day. Exactly. Yeah. And like, that's, I really try hard to cultivate those yeah. moments for them. You know, and it's important to be consistent with that too because, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Who, who the hell am I? But, you know, um, you don't know what your kids are going to take with them. Yes. You don't know the moments that they're going to yes. remember. You can try to create them, but you don't know. You right. You don't know what they're going to pick up. You know, it's like, I, I, so I imagine that's kind of like an internal struggle because Always. it's like, you, the time you blow up could be the thing they're talking exactly. about in an interview in 30 years. Right. You know what like, I mean? Because I try that. Because I have so many memories from being little. Like, I mean, I remember my mom being pregnant with Joey. And he yeah. was born when I was two and a half. Wow. Like, I can remember her being pregnant. And, like, little, like, not big things, but, like, little moments. Just glimpses. Yeah. And so I always have said, ever since my oldest was born, like, I've always said, like, what are going to be his little moments? Mm-hmm. Like those little things that seem so mundane yeah. that he's going to remember forever. And that's, it's so funny that you say that because I really, I have goosebumps because I try so hard to think like, all right, do I want his little moment to be that I'm frustrated because right. someone spilled something and then stepped all over the Lucky Charms and made a mess? Right. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, really, right. at the end of the day, who cares? Like, yeah. I want them to, life, especially nowadays, life is hard for little kids. The schoolwork they do, I, I mean... I can't even imagine, Jackie. I love I it. I can't even imagine. I, you know, I mean, you know me, like I... Well, Jackie, they got to pass those standardized tests. Ugh. They got to pass because then the school won't get funding if they don't. Let me tell you. Jonathan's teacher, Jonathan has Asperger's, which mm-hmm. is like level one autism. Yeah, right. And he also has anxiety and ADHD. 
So his, they sent a letter home, and they wanted Jonathan to do an after-school program mm-hmm. to prepare him for the standardized test. So I call, and he's like, I'm not doing after-school. I don't want to do after-school. Don't make me stay longer. He's like having an anxiety attack. I'm yeah. like, pause. Hold on. I call the principal, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, is this for Jonathan, or is this for you guys? And she's like, what do you, what do you mean, Mrs. Butler? And I'm like... Bitch, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I said, Don't play dumb. <laughs> I'm like, what does this test do for my son individually? Yeah. Not for the funding the school's going to get, not yeah. for the programs. What is this going to do for Jonathan if he aces or fails this test? Mm-hmm. And she starts going in about how, you know, they use it for, like, um, placement in, like, advanced classes. I'm like, Jonathan doesn't want an advanced class. Mm-hmm. He'd rather excel in a traditional class mm-hmm. than struggle in an advanced class. That'll set him off. Yeah. Which, right, that's right. his personality. Sure. Steven? Yeah. Push him. Push yeah. Steven because he's got an amazing mind. But he Jonathan, likes a challenge. He likes to think. Exactly. Yeah. Jonathan, that freaks him out, and then he, like, freezes. And I was like, so I don't think we're going to be doing your class yeah. so that he can do better in your test for your funding. Like, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Thanks, though. Just using a little bit of logic here. Exactly. But so school's hard for little kids. Like, yeah. they really the, – even the content, which is wonderful – because nowadays we need to, especially in the United States. The world's a complicated place now. Yeah, and the United States is behind in education, which is just unfathomable to me. And it shouldn't be that way. So I appreciate the fact that as a society we are trying to push the kids more. Yeah, um, that there are standards. Yeah, because there, lack sh- of a I mean, word, yeah. there should be. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't sure. think it should, you know, be the be-all and end-all. Right. But I mean, you know, a first grader should know how to read some stuff, like... Yeah, but there's a it's, it's too much of a um, one size fits all. Yeah, that's my it's issue. A, yeah, it's a it's a one size fits all approach, and it's a uh, it's too much of a. I'm trying to think of the right way to word it. It's just the only way they measure it is how do they do on that test? Yes, you know, which what I, mean? yeah, I think it's, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You know, because there's so much more to it than that. Right. Because and the other thing too is it's like not to go off on a tangent too much, but it's like. Why don't they teach you how to do your taxes in school? Why don't they teach you how to write a resume in school? Why don't they teach you how to change your oil and your tires right? in school? That should be mandatory. Why don't they teach you how to um, handle interpersonal relationships in school? Right. Balance a checkbook. Yeah. 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 Or balance a bank. You don't need checkbooks anymore. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Banking. Things that every single person is going to have to do right. once they're out of school. Why aren't they taught how to... It, yeah. And it's like, oh, well, it may, might be argued that that's responsibility of the parents, but most of them don't know how to do that shit either. Exactly. You know what I mean? Most of them don't know how to handle interpersonal relationships or... Cha- how many people do you know that change your own oil? Yeah. A couple? Yeah, a couple. Maybe. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. So it's like... And it's so... I, once I learned how to do it recently, it's so easy. Is it? Because uh, I get weird, like, I'm a horrible procrastinator. Okay. And it's like, if I know that I have to, like, go sit for an hour in a waiting room of a and it's probably going to be cold in there and I'm going to like bring something to do and like make small talk with the guy with the greasy hands and like not that and I'm fine and I can do all that stuff and function be fine but I'll procrastinate as long as I have to I'm like you know why don't I just learn how to change my oil it takes me 15 minutes really and I have something to do yes in that 15 minutes right you know what I mean (laughs) that's funny and it's like but, yeah. but but I had to go out of my own way to right. learn how to do that and go through yes. the of like okay, uh, theoretically I know you you know you open the top right you open the plug you let it drain you plug it up you put the new oil in yeah run the car you know what I mean like right. I know I know all that stuff but yeah where it but, is but and get the to, tools but then I had to start yeah I had to make sure I had the right tools I had to figure out like oh I have to hold my hand this way otherwise if it slips I'll skin my knuckles and okay like, all these little things right and it's like well if somebody had taught me how to change my oil when I was. 15, 15, 
before I even had a car. Right. This would have all, I would have been done with this 12 years ago. Exactly. So it's like. It would have been habit. You'd be an expert by now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but there's other parts of society that that would affect, you know, it's like, and that's, and I think that's what we're all kind of realizing as a society now is like any little thread you start to pull on, you realize that everything's just interwoven. It's like this idea of like, oh, self-driving trucks on the highway. Right. What happens to the rest stops? What happens to the service industry that manages that? Yeah. Where, where do all those jobs go? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's so many little things. That it's like, oh, 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 we have to fix this, fix that. Everything's interwoven. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And then you, and it's, I don't know, you can start getting into like that with the government too, which yeah. is like a scary thing. And like well, I try to. Any, any, anything that they pass, think about how much paperwork's involved. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. And how there has to be a ripple effect. You can't just flip a switch and right. give the United States free healthcare, for example. Exactly. There's insane amounts of prep work. Yeah. You would have to say, okay, the United States is going to have free healthcare in 10 years. And right. it's the soonest we can do it. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff that has to happen beforehand. Right. More hospitals would have to be built. Right. You'd have to figure out the infrastructure of the whole thing and all the other things that it would affect, and you can't even predict all you of that. Can't. You can't. And know? not only that, even if you did a 10-year time frame, you think about all the people who work in the insurance industry and, like, what who've been doing it forever. Yeah. Like, and what do the they, do? they know how to do? And all those mom and pop yeah. places who, you know, we go through, like, a small broker yeah. who, like, the son runs it now, and his grandfather founded it. Yeah. You know, like, things like that. And obviously, it might look good on one side, but then when you see all these other things that it yeah. affects, it's like, is it worth it? Or, you and know. how do you answer that question? Exactly. Yeah. Is it That's worth it? That's thing. a question that needs to be asked. But and is like, it worth it for but, this 40%, but, tough, but not this 60 or, or Or, in how many generations will it have been worth it? Exactly. We're not wired to think that way. No. Especially no. not... That well, that's the thing is like, and th- this is why I think the the internet is so interesting because it's created a hive mind of the human race. Okay, we're almost a super organism now, but we haven't quite gotten settled into that yet. Because realistically, you should you the the tech is there for you to vote for the president on your cell phone, right? When it's convenient for you, yes. Within a, a week period or something right. like that, you yes. Know what I mean? That's not going to happen. No. Maybe ever. Right. Exactly. Maybe ever. You know exactly. What I mean? Yes. So it's like there are all these things that could be done to take advantage of what's going on right now, but there's too much else that it's tied to. You know what I mean? It's it's everything yeah. just so complicated. And my point in the beginning yeah. of saying this was that the education system is no different. No, it's not. It, it was set up yeah. to 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 train people to be able to work in a factory or go into the military. Right. And most people don't do either of those things. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. And also, that doesn't create a, a very well-functioning adult. It creates yes. a very robotic exactly. um, person who can only function well within very tight parameters. Right. And the world is, like we just said, everything's up in the air. Anything yeah. goes now. Anything goes yeah. now. And it's, I, I think it's more important to teach a kid how to think. Like, you need to teach a kid yeah. how to think and how to solve their own problem. How to think. What a novel idea. Right? Like, you go yeah. to school, like, Understand yeah. how your mind works. Right. And exactly. once you do that, every it's so much easier to, like, learn. Yeah. If you, like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, we, with Jonathan, like I said, he, we had, he, we went and had a lot of testing done with him mm-hmm. and, um, you know, with his anxiety and with his ADHD and his, his doctor wanted to put him on meds. Yeah. And I remember I was kind of like, um, well, no, I really trust his doctor. I yeah. love his, both his psychiatrist and his pediatrician. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, what else is there? And his psychiatrist, which he's a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. he goes, well, that's the next step. 
And I remember like being torn thinking, I trust you, Mm -hmm. but no freaking way. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens. He wants us to go talk to the pediatrician. So we went to talk to the pediatrician about like, you know, the physical side of it. Mm -hmm. And the ADHD meds, one of the side effects is anxiety. I was like, wait, Johnson already has anxiety. And she goes, yes. So we'll start the ADHD med and 30 to 45 days later, then we'll put him on an anxiety med because his anxiety is going to be increased. And I can remember sitting there. Yeah. Hit the brakes. But I remember (laughs) sitting there in this little tiny, you know, exam room. And I'm there with Jonathan, who is uncomfortable because we're talking about him. Mm-hmm. And I'm there with Matthew, mm-hmm. who I we just pretty much found out that he had autism. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, very much a, quote, free spirit, if you mm-hmm. want. Like, yeah. he's climbing all over the yeah, place. Yeah. And I'm nursing Nicholas. He's a wild card. Wild card. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm nursing Nicholas with the times, like, maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I can remember just sitting there thinking, oh, my God. Like, this doesn't feel right. I don't trust this. I trust you. I don't trust this situation. This is my kid. This is the rest of his life. Like, and being so, like, scared and, like, in the middle of, like, not knowing what like, to do. Do you have any of that anxiety medication? For right me now? right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, in the drawer there? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and I remember leaving there with the prescription. Yeah. Because, like, at that moment, I had nothing else. Right. Like, I did, did, It's too much all at right. once. Right. But yeah. this didn't feel right. But this person wanted to trust And there's got to be part of you, too, that's like... Well, who would I even be to to naysay what this doctor exactly? Saying to you? And exactly. And there's part of them that's like, please try and pretend like you're the doctor in this situation. Right. Yeah. And so there is there's that struggle mm-hmm. with all right, like I trust you, but now I'm telling you like no freaking way. Mm-hmm. You you went to med school like I'm just a mom, but then it's like no, I'm his mom. And so we went through and we went with a homeo um, a homeopath and had a bunch of testing done and found out about um, he has a gluten and a dairy sensitivity. And I talked to him about it. Like, he's seven at the time. And I'm you, like... You did what? Right. And I said, listen, bud, these are our options right now. And I had this conversation. How do you feel? Right. And I explained to him what this these foods were doing to his brain. And what the you know homeopath had explained to us, the naturopath talked about. And this is why you feel this way sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this is why... And as a seven-year-old, he took in that information and said, all right, let's do it. Let's cut out the gluten. Let's cut out the dairy. I'm on board. They gave him, this kid takes like eight supplements a day and he is excited about it. Vitamin supplements. Yeah, vitamin yeah. supplements. We do vitamins. We do probiotics. We do, you know. And like, th- and, and and think about how absurd it is that that's an, an outlandish idea for you to ask your seven-year-old how he wants to treat his, his condition. Exactly. Right. And oh, people. But, he, he, but his brain is the same brain as your brain. Right. You know what I mean? And think yeah. about how beneficial that is for his development for you to have that conversation with him and for right. him to have that control over his own health. Exactly. Instead of, instead of at seven going down the path that you could have gone down and said, tell me what to do. Please tell me what to do. Right. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do so I can do something. Exactly. Instead of having him trust his own intuition exactly that's a big thing that's a big 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 thing jessica and i have been talking about a lot lately is knowing how to trust yourself yeah and how you feel and do what you feel right because that's really a a well-functioning adult as far as i can tell is somebody who makes decisions off of their gut Mm -hmm. because your gut's right oh yeah as long as you know how to listen to it you know what i mean and you're teaching him that at a, a yeah, a young, a young age. age. And or, or, or you're teaching him that, period. Right, exactly. Regardless of when. Right. You know, and a lot of people don't ever learn that. And they, a lot of people go to their, their deathbed with the idea of like, if some, nobody tells me what to do, I'm completely stuck. You exactly. know, I don't, I can't go off of how I feel. Right. 
You know, so that's really cool that that's really, really, I'm really impressed that about, I didn't know that. I know yeah. you guys do like a lot of like the, you know, the, the gluten free or whatever, right. you know, um, I didn't know that you had a conversation with him about yeah. that. That's really cool. Because I was like, you know what? He's going to take these pills every day. If we go the medic medication yeah. route, he's going to take those pills every day. Yeah. It, you know, he, he knows how he feels. I see the outward expression mm -hmm. of what's going on inside. Right. So, you know, sometimes he's angry and throwing things because he's scared. Right. And, you know, he knows that he's scared, but I see the destruction. Right. You know, it's like, so we need to, I need, I, you know, let him know I'm the parent. Ultimately, I'm going to decide what I think is best. Right. You know, because I can't let him think he's going to do whatever. Right, of course. You know, at right. seven years old. Right. But There's a balance. Of course, exactly. Like, I'm the parent. These are the things that I'm looking at. I want your input because yeah. I don't know what your body feels like. Right. You know, I don't know. But if you give him pills that shuts off his ability to communicate that, then you'll for sure never know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I don't want to medicate him, you know, starting at seven. Yeah. You know, he can tomorrow eat a bagel with yeah. cream cheese and like, all right, it is what it is. Well, I think, you know, I think that in the essence of what we're talking about here is that like in the, in the human experience, um, there are symptoms of things yeah. that, that, um, that if you follow that. There, you can see what caused the symptoms. Yeah. But culturally, not just in medicine, culturally, we're a symptom suppression society. Absolutely. Instead of actually talking about what's actually going on and dealing with stuff. Right. And it's really cool to hear that, like, that's, as as a person, that you you, you're, you just get to the core of things. And yeah. And that instead of, like, because, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if your autistic kid is flipping out and smashing shit... A lot of parents are like, how do I get him to stop smashing shit? Whereas right. yours like, why does he feel that way? Exactly. And how do we deal with that? How do right. we work around, you know, or how do we admit whatever's bothering him, not even how do we stop that from happening, how do we help him deal with that better? Exactly. And you have to talk to him. Right. You have to listen to him. Right. You have to, you have to take the symptoms in for what they are and not just make him calm down right and that's yeah. the thing like that's part of who he is yeah, like you know what people right. like my mom always makes that noise with her mouth right yeah, yeah. she does it all the time and some people hate it yeah that's like part of who she is like she, or, or, yeah. or your friends being late that's yeah. part of who they are right. accept it so like this is part of who my kids are yeah that's part of who they are and i love them all the same yeah different ways and different pieces of them but right. I love them all the same you know yeah. and it's like such a cliche but like different not less but it's like it's so true yeah. like that's who they are yeah like well what's I think what's real you know I don't want to interrupt you but okay. I just want to back up what you're saying you know it's that I think we're kind of in a bit of a revolution in our um, society because the way mental illness is treated or has been treated mm -hmm. classically is that there's something wrong with you. Right. And the healthy way to deal with it is just like you said, there's something different about you. Yeah. How do we make that work? Right. Or how do we, how do you learn how to use that to your advantage? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and if everywhere you go, people are like, you're autistic, there's something wrong with you. With, uh, how do we fix that? How, how is that going to make you think about yourself? Of Especially course. in a very important developing part of your child. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you think there's something wrong and someone's yeah. constantly telling something wrong with you, you internalize that and you think there's something wrong with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And and we yeah. know it's and it's no surprise that like typically when people have different forms of mental quote unquote I don't even want to use the phrase mental mental yeah, differences. I, right, yeah. They tend to also have really cool abilities. Absolutely. That if you that would get suppressed along with the other symptoms that they experience, right. you know what I mean. So like it's a we're all different. Yes. Let's and it's cool. And I think the internet 
to kind of tie back into yeah. what you were saying before, it allows you to lean into your natural Absolutely. abilities, you know? Yeah. And it's really cool to see that, like, I, I, I have to tell you, I'm so curious and excited to see what kind of people your kids, what kind of adults yeah. they become and the kind of stuff they get into because you really are nurturing their strengths and helping them deal with the other stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And that's, they're, they're going to do some cool shit. Yeah. They're really, they're going to do yeah, some Yeah, it's cool awesome. Shit. I mean, Jonathan is like obsessed with like geography yeah. and um, animals. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to be a tour guide or I want to be a zoologist or a conservationist. And I'm like, all right. Like, I didn't even know those things existed when I was seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And, like, Stephen, like, loves math and loves drawing. And he's like, I'm going to either own my and own you're... bakery or <laughs> I'm going to be an engineer. I'm like, awesome. You could do both. Like, do, both. do whatever you, you want. Be, yeah, I mean, well, baking and engineering are, I imagine, very similar. Right? Because they're all very rules-based. Exactly. Like, and very precise. And, yeah, yeah. and he loves that stuff. So it's like, we had a conversation. Like I said, they're, they're eight and nine. Yeah. We had a conversation today about college. And they're like, well, college is expensive. Do I live at the dorm? Do I? And college is going to be a whole different thing by the time oh, they get around to oh, it. Oh, for real? Yeah. I mean, all the information you get in college is free on other other ways. Exactly. Now. So we Colleges were talking are, about they're, that. They're businesses now. You know? Oh it's my like, god, it's horrible. Yeah, it is. It it's is crazy. But it's amazing. Like, absolutely. Like, plan for that. Think for that. Dream mm-hmm. for that. So I didn't mean to cut. Well, That's well, okay. What did they say? What did, What are the What else were their thoughts about? How else did the conversation go? About college? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Jonathan doesn't want to live at college. Okay. He wants to live at home. Okay. But he's afraid that if he doesn't go to college, he won't meet his soulmate. Oh. Because okay. he understands that a lot of times that happens in college. Sure, sure. So we, ex- we talked about home, um, <laughs> like online courses. Okay. But you can still go to a campus. Yeah. For... Well, you can get Tinder. Exactly. <laughs> well, we, we try to say I think that's like a 10-year-old talk. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, 10, 11. Yeah, that's when, yeah. That's when kids get on Tinder I think days, so. Right? I think so. Probably. Grinder. Sadly, and probably. Probably, right? Well, they got uh, phones before then. Oh, so. for real. Not yet. They have iPads or tablets, but no phones mm-hmm. yet. Um. It's yeah, same difference. Same but, thing. Yeah. yeah, but we um, t- I talked to them about AP courses mm-hmm. and how they can work really hard to set themselves up to take AP courses in college in high school that count to for be college. ahead of the game. Yeah, exactly, and have that count for high school and college. And right. Jonathan is like amazed at that possibility. He's like, wait a minute, so one class is going to count for two classes, and I don't have to pay as and much. And there might for be it? even other creative ways to do stuff. By right. Now. And that that well, that's the that's the crazy thing. Uh, let's see. Um, that's the crazy thing about, again, about the world we're in right now. Do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. You can do whatever Absolutely. you want. And that's what I always try you know to what? explain to them. And, like and, anything. And you know how you make money these days? Ask for it. Yes. Yes. You ask for 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. Like, I joke all the time because, like, my husband is cocky as hell. Like, he is cocky as no hell. Shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like, you know, we were joking about it at his work Christmas party mm-hmm. and, and they were, and I was like, we were talking about like him being cocky and arrogant and they're like, no, he's not cocky and yeah. arrogant. He's confident and he got the, he's got the work to back it up. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he's good at what he does. He knows he's good at what he yeah. does. And so he expects to be compensated for what he does. And like, that's amazing. Of course. You know, and yeah. that's how more people need to be. Like Absolutely. if you have, you provide a service for somebody. Confidence is so important. Yeah, and you're confident in what you do and know you're working the hardest you can. Yeah. Damn right you should be compensated and, but, for you know, it. In the, in the, obviously there's something to be said for in the beginning, you know, building up a, uh, you know. Of course. A, a catalog of work. And yes. So you can at least prove to people that oh, yeah. you can back up what you're saying. Yes. But, you know, once you know you know your shit, you know. 
Exactly. Just find your market. Right. That's all. Just find your market. Absolutely. And like you said, with internet nowadays, your market can be anywhere. Anywhere. Like I have. If I have, you know, yeah. If I have, you know, ten people in each state. Right. That want to support me in whatever it is that I do. Yeah. But yeah, and think about that. Ten people in each country. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Like you have access anywhere. The whole world. You know, and like it's not a tiny little place. When I was little, like the thought of going out of the country. Yeah. Was like. What? Yeah. Like that's what like rich people and like politicians do. Like we don't do that. Like we're not celebrities. We're not going out of the country. Yeah, yeah. And my kids are like, um, can we go to Brazil one day? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, how about next Thursday? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like Matthew's um obsessed with the world um, is smaller now. Yeah. For the better. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Like obsessed with castles. And he's like, I go Germany? I go Nashwanstein Castle? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, buddy. Yes, we can. You know what I mean? Like it's the world is your oyster. Like you totally can do anything you want if you believe in yourself. Yeah. You tap into who you are and you take advantage of the opportunities. I think that's a good place to wrap this up. All right, cool. That's yeah. a good. That's a good finishing line. Cool. I like it. I like it. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. This is wonderful. My pleasure. I was wonderful. happy about yeah. that. Well, you have a webcam or whatever. Yeah. You have. Uh, you use Zoom. I do. Yeah. Let's do it online sometime. All right. Definitely. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Maybe have some topics or something. Yeah. That'd be great. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, this my pleasure. Wonderful. This was awesome, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. And that timing worked out perfect.